I'm Zim, and you're listening to the Helpful Photographer Podcast in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. Today on the podcast, I'm welcoming Marquise Stevenson of South Central Los Angeles. Marquise is an avid amateur astrophotographer who's doing some amazing photos of the night sky right in his backyard. And I've asked him to join me to tell me how it does it. Hi, Marquise. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Zim. Thanks for having me today. Right out of the box, I want to know, are you taking pictures of the night sky with a regular old DSLR camera through a lens, or are you using a telescope? I'm using a telescope to take pictures of the sky. Okay. So now, are you attaching a like a DSLR to that telescope, or how are you capturing these images? No, no, I'm using a dedicated astronomy camera to take these images. What's the difference between a dedicated astronomy camera and like a DSLR? That's a good question. The dedicated astronomy camera has a cooling system in place. That's really interesting because I've never heard of a camera with a cooling system. Why would you need a cooling system inside your camera? Well, you want a cooling system in place so that you can cool down the sensor. Because if the sensor heats up, you're going to get more noise. Is that right? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Are you getting noise because you're doing really long exposures or are you experiencing noise all the time? All the time. In general or in practical terms, when you take an image, you can expect noise to be there. Right. And you don't want to be introducing any fake stars into your image, right? No, no, you don't. Okay. So how cold do you have to cool your sensor for there not to be any noise on your image? At about negative 10 degrees Celsius is where you'll start to see your noise levels be really low. When you're shooting the night sky, are you doing this in one shot or are you doing multiple shots? No, it's not as simple as point and shoot. Like for lunar images, you'll be taking multiple images over multiple nights. How are you shooting images night after night of the night sky? Because as far as I understand, the stars are moving across the sky over the course of the evening. Yes. So, well, I use an equatorial mount with my telescope. But for DSLR users, you might want to use a star tracker to compensate for the rotation of the Earth. Oh, right. You know, I've seen these devices. It mounts on top of your tripod and you put your camera on top of that, right? Yes. And And add a counterweight or something of that sort to maintain balance. Okay, and that just tracks the uh, stars as it moves across the sky? Correct. It'll track a star or there's a new feature called multi-star guiding that also enables you to do the same thing. How much do these star trackers cost, you know? They cost around $250 and up. My understanding is that you're shooting these amazing pictures of the night sky from your backyard in South Central Los Angeles, which has about as much light pollution as we have right here in New York City. How are you doing that? I've heard that you can use something like a light pollution filter to help with that. Are you using that? And what is your experience with that? So I personally use a UVIR cut filter as well as a light pollution filter, but no filter is necessary. I found the UVIR cut filter to be helpful in shooting broadband targets and the light pollution filters for narrowband targets. I got to back you up here. If you're not using any filters, does that mean that I can just take my camera out and point it at the sky and take these amazing pictures too? I mean, okay, so I've got my star tracker and I've got my camera. 
But I get the feeling there's something missing here. What's missing here? Well, you absolutely can start out that way, but you want to be really careful about your exposure time. And you'll also have to keep in mind that you're stacking these images. So you want a lot of images. Oh, that's right. Because earlier you said you're shooting a couple of nights or a few nights in a row. How many pictures are you actually taking? I've taken as little as a half an hour worth of images, all the way up to 20 hour images, which is around 30 mm -hmm. second subs for 2000 frames or 2000 individual images. And I stacked them all together. Wow. 2000 images stacked? I get this feeling that if I shove that into my Photoshop, that I'm probably going to blow up my computer. Are you using Photoshop or what software are you using to do this? You can probably use Photoshop, but I use Deep Sky Stacker. And it's also important to keep in mind that I'm taking a lot of really short subs and you may not be doing that. You might take 10 short subs if you're shooting the Milky Way or 100 of a Deep Sky object. And it won't take as much space and it won't be as much demanding on your computer. When you say sub, do you mean an image? Yes, those are individual images. And when you say short, what do you mean by short? Are we talking about one second, two seconds, or how long are you shooting for? I'd say if I'm categorizing a short sub as anything under a minute, and then <laughs> two minutes, that's a longer sub. Okay. In photography, anything over a second is considered pretty long for most people. Really? Oh, yeah, because it's point and shoot. It's, a, okay. it's point and shoot. That's right. Yeah, see, I'm not thinking about photography like this. That's one of the things that's really different mm -hmm. about both of ours. I keep assuming they're like almost exactly the same. Well, it's basically almost exactly the same, but you are definitely doing a whole lot more than we are to get to the shot. So we're running a little bit short on time. I want to run by what we just talked about, see if I got everything right. If you really want to do some amazing uh, night photography, you can actually do this in your backyard in the middle of a city, except it's going to take a lot of images to do it. And to do a lot of images and stack them together, you're going to need some kind of device that will track the stars across the sky as you take 20 and 30 second exposures over the course of the night, unless you want star trails, in which case you don't need a tracker at all. You don't even need filters if you're doing that. And you can get free software called Deep Sky Stacker. And that's pretty much it. Did I miss anything? No, that's, that's all correct. Uh, most of the stuff that you'll need will probably be available to you already. And you may have to just go look for a star tracker. But as far as the program and the computer that you use it on, uh, that's what you have already. But yeah, that's about it. Thanks so much, Marquise. Have a good one. Thanks for having me.